0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss.
2: The opinion line on Cork's ninety six FM. If you hate your job, you should pack it in. Eddie, that's what you did. I'm I was reading about you in Corkbio and I saw that mobile phone. And I smiled a smile the width of Patrick Street. I used to use one just like that. Morning. That big Old Motorola thing.
1: Thanks, pj Yeah, that's that's. um There's so many people can relate to that. Is you know it that, working? That I get them. Um, I I have a few of them. When, when you say working, um, I can get charged and up and stuff. Actually working. I suppose they never really worked. Did they? Um, you know, like where whereas you oh, like one the they were brilliant. <laughs> Uh, but down here, where I'm in school, you have to well, climb up the side of Mount Gabriel well, shouting that,
2: that, in that, That's reception. true. That's true. No, I used to, I used to have one in the, in the news car. Yeah. In the back of the news true. car and in a gear bag. <laughs> yeah. I love those
1: things. And again, people with old cars and old classic cars and stuff, that's the ideal. I mean, you know, that's the ideal thing to have. And um, I, I kind of, I buy those anywhere I get them. They don't come on the market all the time because mm. most people that have them tend to want to hold on to them. But that's that's the kind of, Kind of all quirky, um, unusual collectibles and offbeat antiques. I suppose that's it's, what I try to. Um, I, I love market.
2: what you. Do. I love what you're doing. The vintage room on Main Street in, in Skull. Like, and I'm stuck. I'm stuck on the phone. Will they ever actually work again? I mean, they're, yeah. they're different technology. I guess.
1: Yeah, I think they were all analog back in the day, if you remember yeah. it was O es and then everything That's was right. digital, so I imagine. No, you got know, probably a room down the line where you see they probably some somebody reproduced them to look the same in digital format because they come back into fashion guaranteed everything comes they're around fabulous. again, you know.
2: They're brilliant. Yeah. Now tell me about the setting up of the shop because two two days after you opened you were closed yeah. down again.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Do you know if you have a few minutes I give it a background to the whole thing? Away. Yeah, um, because um, just to to, to try and articulate how I got where I am, um, I suppose I found myself working in a job, you know, that um, I absolutely grew to hate and it, it, it destroyed me. It made me, you know, it destroyed my mental health and it made me angry and bitter and it kind of just changed me in so many different ways. Now... The job was, I was working as a a car tester in the NCT, and Mm. just to say, you know, like that all the people I worked with, or the majority of them anyway, were the soundest, nicest people in the world, and anybody... It's, so it's nothing against the people I was working You just hated your work in just I just hated my work like all the people the, lad, the men the women that are doing that job they're all just trying to pay bills and get on with their lives yeah. you know
2: Were you but the fella that had to walk out to uh, the waiting yeah. room and say look you're going down on yeah. tyres or whatever Oh
1: yeah thirteen and a half and a half years and you know there's no doubt about it 13 and a half years of giving bad news out to people every day it gets inside your head and it got inside my head now some people are maybe more cut out for it than others but it genuinely in the end, it just got inside my head And I found myself, I suppose, um, I found myself really in around the mid-40s. You know, I had all the the typical things. Thankfully, a wife, a lovely family, um, mortgage, uh, car loans, and we wanted to do all the nice things, go on holidays and everything else. So, to be fair, the job did provide a nice lifestyle, but mentally, it completely and utterly destroyed me. I got into a state where, like, if I went out, I wouldn't dare tell anybody I was working in CT, and if you get embarrassed about your job, you know, there's something really, yeah. really wrong. If we went to a Christmas party, there's no way we'd put in CT in the middle of the, the table because you'd just get booed out of it, and it's, it's one of those jobs, like, you know, like, you, you, you never walked in anywhere, and, and you would never walk in anywhere see so a big sign saying, you know, traffic warden's party because people don't, and it's in the <laughs> same category. Nobody I'm laughing
2: because
1: you're right I'm laughing because you're right Speedman drivers party like people don't put those things up and there's a reason for that because they're all in the same category you know all the people that are doing those jobs they're just trying to feed families they're trying to work they're trying to get on with it but it got to a stage absolutely where it completely destroyed me the last five years that I was there what my family went through my wife and my children you know like if I went on holidays we might go away for ten days and then uh, we'd be saving up all years to go away on holidays, and for the first four days, I'd be miserable. I'd be happy for day five, six, and seven, and the next thing then, uh, I'd be thinking about coming home again and going back in, working there, and I'd become miserable again. I spoiled every family occasion, mm. um, and it wasn't, I didn't become violent or anything, but I just became horrible, um, angry um said and just not a nice person to be around. So anyway, that was that. And I decided I had and again, to And again it was
2: nothing uh, to do it was nothing to do with your colleagues. It was just oh you were no. in a job you no. hated.
1: Yeah, it, well, only for my colleagues, I couldn't have stuck it at all. I mean, we, and, and you'll see the lads there that are all working, the lads lads, crack amongst each other, because you have to, if you don't have that, there's no way you'd survive that job. You have to have your friends and your colleagues. We used to laugh amongst ourselves, and yeah. Jesus, if we didn't have that, we were finished. <laughs> and that was that was the only thing that kept me there, were my colleagues and my friends, to be fair to them, sure. you know. Sure, and sure. And, that, and I still have so many great friends there. But... Um, and. But anyway, I decided just going inside and I said, I have to get out. And I remember being a younger, as a younger man, I remember talking to people and knowing people who were stuck in jobs because they had wives or they had families and mortgages and all this. And I remember thinking to myself how sad that was and that would never be me. And then all of a sudden, here I was. And you know, right or wrong, even though my wife never asked me to say that or anything, but I mean, we had. I had to provide and that's the way we are. That's the way I am and that's the way it always was. yeah. yeah. And that's the way I was reared. And then you'd be down the tunnel and people be talking about, that, oh, God, you're so lucky you have a grand pensionable job. God, when I used to hear that, a grand pensionable job. And I, and I <laughs> didn't get out of bed in the morning. And, you know, you'd be good, to, well, is there's, there's something wrong with me? Because, of course, I was being brought up through the 1980s and stuff through all these recessions. So job mm-hmm. security was so important. And so on. But anyway, I decided I'd have to get out because I, I wouldn't have sustained it. And um, I couldn't have stuck it. So... A, a, a shop came up for sale here in Skull a little clothes shop first of all and we went down and reviewed it and <laughs> Baroness of Skull and it's, it's a shop that's since 1948 and um, the family business and they were retiring and we went down and we viewed it and the very minute I walked in the door I said this is it this is it this is my ticket out so like I was not born with a silver spoon and there was no crock of gold. So to buy baronets was a mountain for us. But I didn't care how big the mountain was because this was my way out. And it was, as far as I was concerned, it was my only way out. So we went and we begged and borrowed, thought about stealing, but didn't. (laughs) And um, we managed to buy baronets with the help of AIB, in fairness to them, who were very good, Melvin Beavish and Irene Colbert and Dorian O'Driscoll and the company. And through James Lines, O'Keefe, Westcark, property, Colin Theory's the man, and we managed to buy Barnet. So we got in there, and, you know, by the time we got Barnett's, see, my wife was tailor-made for Barnett's. She's, in fairness to her, she's absolutely fantastic. And my my daughters, and it was all about, my girls were in there, and they were loving, of course, the fashion and stuff. But by the time we got Barnett's, you know, it was too late, in a way, to save me, because my mental health had collapsed at that stage, and I did have a breakdown. Right. And I... Uh, you know, and I ended up, thankfully, went to see a very good GP and I went up to see a psychiatrist and I was referred for counselling. And he's typical man all along. I'm a typical man if I get the, the cold... That's the man flu. I'm around the house telling everybody uh, that I meet how sick I am and how bad I am. But a typical man when we have problems and uh, going on uh, uh, pressure and anxiety and stress and mental health issues, we tell or talk to nobody. And And then the whole thing, the deck of cards, will ultimately come crashing down. And like, I suppose you know, there was an awful lot of guilt too because what I put my family through for the, the five years previous, my girls especially, they were young. And you know i i just became a really really horrible
2: person to to live with maybe you know so. where you read. Re, do, you, do, you, do you, i'm i'm imagine
0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yep.
2: You know you sound, sound like such a a, a nice Fella, are you being a bit hard on yourself there?
1: You, you know, I'm not, no. You know, it's so true for you. A friend of mine rang me up and he said to me after I left the NCT, he said, I don't know how you ever stuck that job. He said, you were such a happy-go-lucky fella. He said, and it changed you. And it did, you know. Okay. And I am a happy-go-lucky person. And that's why I suppose I, 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 I struggle to, um, to cope. Okay. But, I, anyway, did you know, I'm sorry I, I'm conscious of you you're conscious of me, but anyway oh, I, I got you're alright for you yeah, the floor I, is yours by another yeah.
2: 5 or 6 minutes at least Come thank you
1: on. yeah I might run 5 or 6 hours but um, <laughs> I got I got through we got through I got through that with counselling and everything and picked myself up in fairness and then that gave me the tools and the skills to actually see I'd stayed in, in the job for a while because I was afraid of fairness when pear-shaped we were in huge trouble because we were, we were fine by the seat of our parents and um, the, the, so I wanted to stay in the job again coming back to this you know security and all But after my mental health collapsed and I did have the breakdown, that was it. I left. And, of course, I went down and ended in working below in Barnett, selling clothes with Miriam and girls and stuff. like before, we bought garments. I did very simple um, uh, fashion. It wasn't the maybe I didn't wear it. <laughs> and here I was, below the middle of this clothes shop. Bought I suppose eighty percent beautiful women's clothes and stuff and men's clothes. And I had all these women coming in, and they, if I was serving them. They'd be asking me for fashion advice. And to this day, I think that's so funny. <laughs> but
2: as I guess, as I guess, in a goat about the World Cup final, <laughs> <laughs> like I mean, come on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and um, I thought, we're so, I still think it's Miriam still. We still have this, But um, after a short space of time, you know, we decided that as much as I love it and enjoy the job, that I wasn't really a close salesperson. Right. So I've been collecting kind of what I like to consider. the stuff that I like myself, kind of on quirky collectibles, offbeat antiques my entire life. Going back to about 1993, I used to go back and forth to the UK a lot. And... Um, so Miriam said to me, why don't you take over Robin Barnett and start, um, start up a little business. So we started the vintage room. That was about over, that's nearly six years ago now. And the, um, the next thing I was looking for a, a space on the main street, a little shop unit came up, say, for sale on the December before COVID. I can't, it's up my years now, the December before COVID. And again, James Lines O'Keefe, Cork property. Um, Colin Cleary was the man and we, it was a small shop unit and I bought it we went far as all the paperwork went through God save us you couldn't write it yeah. the next thing I got the keys and two days later the like front the nation and shut the country down and like it wasn't just me it was every business and I know yeah. so many people are going through, through so much stuff and people are dying and you know on the, on the overall scale of things it's, um, it's, it wasn't a huge problem but at that particular point in time you know everybody's problem is their own and I just bought a shop we needed to get it open straight away and all of a sudden it was shut down but we adapted Um, I went on Instagram, a fair bit of a dinosaur. I went on Instagram in a very amateur kind of a way. Mm. My daughters helped me. And, um, you know, in fairness, I'll say one thing. Because we had two little businesses at that stage. And there's a lot of, you know, I know there's a lot of argument on both sides. But well, I don't care what your politics are as regards small businesses, what the government did, the grants, the support and the plans that they put in place. Kept small businesses in rural Ireland, independent small bas- oh, businesses. And, Eddie, and you had over... only
2: just opened the door and did they, did they look after you?
1: Oh yeah, well you see, I had traded previously um, through in, out of a room, um, so I had books and accounts, I had been up and running, so yeah. I was... I was a business so yes I did get looked after in fairness I did cool. and, and also Baroness and you know they kept, they kept us going and between that and Instagram and, and people and fairness local people and people at holiday homes and people who had any connection to Skull ringing up and buying stuff because they all realized and everybody helped and we kept the show on the road and we got through it but then you know fast forward then Mr. Brexit came along then and knocked us <laughs> sideways and Jesus, said I could be talking about that for, 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 for another hour but that knocked me sideways and so on but we're still there and I'm having so much fun I'm looking
2: at the front of your shop and I'm looking at the pictures from inside like a military missile laser light target I mean you know what if it wasn't the fact that we've only a few days to well there's two facts we've only a few days to Christmas means I won't make it down but I will get down there in the springtime. but you may well have me accompanied by my wife trying to keep me on a very short lead (laughs) because I'll buy half the shop off you
1: well, I appreciate that. And, you know, I really appreciate coming on. Um, like, to Gavin from who came into there last Sunday and I was working on the phone and that's how the whole thing started. Off.
2: Oh, man, and I'm looking at the pictures. Yeah. You have you have all sorts of just Treasure.
1: Yeah, kind of, I thank you, and I like to think they are anyway, they're different, you know. You see, I'm not a high-end dealer, and to be honest, which I, I have limited knowledge of that. I do have another side of me where I really like mid-century industrial furniture, industrial lights, industrial clocks, and high-end kind of nautical stuff, which I would have in the shop during the summer. I don't have any at the moment, because yeah, yeah. I sorted it all during the summer, and God knows, and the way, you know, this winter has been quiet. There's something, there's something in the air, obviously, people are f- afraid, but uh, just a couple of things, because I know, I probably Probably only all the time, just to say you know I know there's sixty seven thousand people listening to us now, and maybe sixty seven thousand <laughs> and one, um, and you know like that, everybody everywhere, no matter where you are, there's a small little independent uh, business near you. Well, no matter what it is, yeah. it's independent and it's small. And I know money is tight with everybody, really, really tight. But um, and and everybody is afraid. But you know, if it's only a pair of socks, it's only two euros. It's only a cup of coffee, a bunch of flowers. Anything, you know, the money that small businesses make during December, that's the money that takes through January, February to get them as far as yeah. paddy's Day again. No matter where they're, whether they're in the city, it doesn't matter. Small, ind- think independent, think small businesses, yeah. and please, I know you will, and people will come along and support because it has been quite Skull is very, very quiet yeah. at the moment. Yeah. You know, the, the the Instagram is the Vintage Room. Skull, I know the sixty-seven thousand people, please.
2: Um, If you're on Instagram, look up the And you have the Quirky Picker on YouTube as well. And I set up
1: the Quirky Picker on YouTube because I did a load of small videos. I'm just now realising that I that I that I shouldn't right write this after. i did it on the wrong format they're a bit narrow and small. But I have Eddie's adventures. There's thirteen episodes of that, and <laughs> I also did a road trip last year. And please go on and yourself. you go in and look at them? Because you know they're funny and entertaining You're, you're, you're
2: a bit of a legend, yeah. and I I promise you, I promise you. Once the spring comes, I'll be down. But like, like like I said, she'll be standing at the door,
1: <laughs> It'll be all right. looking very I'll stern. <laughs> <laughs> you can hand me your credit card.
2: I'll be I'll be be like a child with pocket (laughs) money.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you. And, you know, I have one last thing to say. There's a lady working with us, um, a, young, uh, a young woman, a young mother, um, Jackie Scully, Jackie Burkitts. We know her. Jackie's up in hospital in Cork for the last six weeks. She had a very serious operation. And I just want to say it here you now again on, on the radio, Do you know, to say to her that we're thinking about her and okay. um, Christmas is coming and she's in her thoughts and her prayers. We know everything is going to be okay. And just I want to give her a shout out because she works here with Miriam in the shop and she's brilliant and we miss her and love her dearly. Right. Um, to say that as well and it, for the rest of the day now next couple of hours that you keep talking about the beach in <laughs> Skull and the quirky picker yeah. Eddie, and, and we'll see where we go so Eddie it's right? been
2: a pleasure to talk to you on this you've brightened up a, a horrible dreary Monday morning well done <laughs> thanks
1: TJ and, and I can't Ian, thank wait for, you. I, I really can't did.
2: wait for a wander around that little shop the vintage room Main Street in Skull hated his job gave it up it was driving him mad it literally put him into counselling hated his job And pivoted completely and now he's listened to him. He's happy and full of fun and full of joy. Brilliant. I'll be down to see that in the new year. Thank you, Eddie. Eddie (laughs) Yeah, he's on the vintage room.skull and the quirky picker on YouTube. Corks 96 FM Planning for your next trip?